Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Now, would you let your child go on a mixed sleepover? Worried about being too strict a parent or maybe not strict enough? Well, that's an issue that psychologist Alison Keating has been grappling with in her latest Irish Independent Advice column. And she joins us now to discuss the vexed issue of sleepovers. You're very welcome, Alison, as always, to the programme. Um, before we get to mixed sleepovers with brings a whole new layer of complexity uh, to the whole issue. What about sleepovers at all? Have you had one? <laughs> no, but we've been discussing it, you know, and like, I'd, I'm sure like my parents and like, I, like when I was younger, like there, there weren't these big discussions going on about it. I think people have totally changed their mindset on it, have they? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, they, I mean, like, it just depends, doesn't it? It's like the kids, most times, they love them but mm. then you know they're going to have very tired and grumpy uh, children for a couple of days afterwards because they're not really sleepovers they actually stay awake all night long um, but I mean they are kind of like they're not even a rite of passage anymore because people do them much more frequently don't they mm. um, but I suppose the difficulty is, is when you as a parent are okay with it but then perhaps another parent you know if the difficulty is when it's not the same with the friendship groups so that's where it becomes a challenge. And I think that's what we were answering today um, in the paper when parents feel like they don't have the ability to say no and their child is very upset with them. So that's that's very challenging. Okay. So because as you say, you were dealing with your column, um, the, the question of a mixed sleepover for, for a 13-year-old. Yes. Um, that, that, that was, was a specific again. example that, that you were talking mm. about. Okay. So talk me through that idea then um, and, and, and so where do you go with that? I, I suppose... I was being very specific in that one because the person felt like there was um, a couple of friends and they just felt their kind of parenting values were different. There was no judgment to the other parents, Mm. but it was more so just they were uncomfortable and that the other families did these mixed um, sleepovers, but for them, they weren't comfortable with it. I would see a lot of people, you know, who who wouldn't be comfortable with mixed sleepovers. Um, And then in other situations, it might be, you know, fine. But I think this might become more of a trend and again, from the perspective of what I was answering, it was more so that the parent felt they were losing their power, that they felt that their their you know, their child, like like a lot of children, was very insistent and was very upset with them. And it's managing that difficulty kind of on an ongoing basis. And I think mm-hmm. parents nowadays as I said, like maybe when you know, when you were a kid, like did you have sleepovers? Like I did. But we were out in the freezing cold conservatory. <laughs> but, you know, a little bit. But it, I think a lot of times now it's become much more um, normal, hasn't it? Um, but mixed sleepovers are perhaps, you know, a new, another kind of hurdle parents are facing into now. And, and, and can, I a young you, person. can I ask you, Alison, why you think they're trickier? I think they're trickier for lots of different reasons. Um, in one way, it could be absolutely fine. And the, the, the group of mixed friends, you know, they... They could just be really good friends. But I think putting people, and, and in today's question, they were 13. I think it's a very early age to put that responsibility on kids when no one's doing anything, you know, intentionally bad. But if something happened or, you know, like group, group dynamics at the best times can be challenging and on a sleepover it can be even more challenging. But then when you add, you know, if somebody actually likes each other and, and you know, just because it's mixed, it doesn't mean, you know, if you single sex sleepovers, you may also have people who like each other as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think we're, we're 
I think there are times where, you know, you're asking children to be able to emotionally handle things that are more challenging, I think. So and would you have an, a higher age threshold then for mixed sleepovers than you would for mm-hmm. for same-sex sleepovers? Yeah, like when they're 26. <laughs> yeah. No, but would you though? <laughs> that's actually, uh, that's a really good question. I wonder, does it make it harder? <laughs> because, you know, would you want the 16 and 17-year-olds Mm. I don't know, just have mm. a party maybe, you know, <laughs> and then let everyone go home. Um, I think that's that's actually really challenging. Um, I just think every family knows their own kids, but I think every family has different situations. So uh, like people, from my psychologist hat on, they might have, you know, the parents might have experienced, you know, trauma in their childhoods that happened, you know, staying in people's houses. So therefore it would be an absolute no. Mm. And I think just as, I think for me, what I really found was that, parents are feeling like they're losing their power and that's really challenging and it's just how to have those kind of conversations and they're kind of ongoing conversations and because why? I don't that, think yeah that's really interesting why do you think parents are losing their power or they feel they are so if we just take the example from today the the mother when she rang felt that um the other mother was kind of laughing at her a little bit so she actually felt kind of embarrassed Okay. And so parents, like even from their own kind of normal interacting with other parents, they're like, oh, you're being like over the top, you're being strict. So it can feel uncomfortable to say, actually, no, they're not going without over explaining yourself. And so th- I think that's where this parent said they just felt like they were losing their power. And that is something I would see that emotionally parents sometimes feel quite uncomfortable um, if the kids are mixing in different groups and the, the parenting values are quite difficult because I think the person yeah. was saying that the, the parents could be drinking in the house. You see, this is the thing and you like, you know, it's very hard to, you don't know what's going on in somebody else's house even if you know the parents quite well, you don't know what's going on in somebody else's house or what if, you, as you say, you do know what's going on in somebody else's house and you don't like it. Um, it look, lots of people getting in touch on this. Uh, one person says, the elephant in the room is being ignored here. Are there mobile phones at these sleepovers? If yes, there is your answer. Wake up everyone. That comes from Lou. Another person, same point, says, sleepover and mobile phones is the disaster what's the advice in saying no phones for the duration of the sleepover no sleepover no like it's just crazy it's not no there's a risk no they i'll put my parenting hat on there it's not the answer if there's a risk and if you're in any way wondering about it then as a responsible parent you have to say no am i wrong forever no not forever i I think i think but i think that this is a real issue that parents are actually grappling with. And I, I remember once at a sleepover, I did actually take the phones off everybody. And they were just a group of girls. But my God, I was probably hated parent number one. <laughs> um, and I just said, like, you know, fine, hate me. Like, you no know, problem. I, I always say to my kids, blame me. No problem. Just yeah. blame me. Because, I mean, and, that hadn't I, even occurred to me that they'd have phones. But, yeah. of course, a lot, you know, once you get into the teenage years, I suppose they would. And, I mean, our textures are right. That's a recipe for complete disaster, isn't it? It is. There's just... You're just putting kids in a position where yeah. it's, I just feel it's unfair, you know, in terms of it being a mixed sleepover. I just think it's adding like a lot of stress. And you know what I find interesting? Sometimes when you're talking to a child or a teenager and, you know, they're, they're really going, they really want to go to this thing and you're the worst parent in the world. And then when you've talked it through, they're actually like, you know, I really am sad I'm not going, but actually I wasn't that comfortable. That yeah. can happen sometimes. Well, sorry, and we have to take a break, but just very quickly, I think that's a point that Anne is making. She says uh, the majority of kids just want their parents to be parents and set boundaries and then bring phones into yes. the equation as a minefield. So you're talking about parents losing their power, but actually it might well be your child wants you to say no. 
actually a lot of times they do and mm. boundaries from my perspective are one of the most protected things that you do, you can do they're not going to love you but they will at some point so okay. Alison we, all the parents in the country would say well the, the Alison on the radio said no so I'm yeah. afraid <laughs> yeah yeah there you go. they're all going to hate you Alison right. very interesting to talk to you as always thank you so much for joining us you can text us 51551 